Can you tell us why you're doing this day? I thought that it was successful and the audience was laughing. Of course, I could have slayed it as Britney and won, but... I thought you were doing Britney the entire time. I swear to you. I also did kind of get In that Britney well. look. Yeah, I kind of got well, that. Well, that's I, and my I, drag, though. I know. I really do feel like if I wore this, then I'm a Toxic version of Britney. Britney. If I'm wearing that, I'm a dream within a dream Britney. Right. This, this? Is, this? this is giving me red carpet Britney. Um... People are always saying, I want to see the real you. Well, you're looking at it. It's like, you tell me that you want me to be somebody else, but you want me to be somebody else from the somebody else that I already am. Well, what about this, Colin? What about this? Yeah, yeah. So what about this? <laughs> what about, I mean... There's nothing I love more than someone in ant drag sitting there getting defensive about her dress. A defensive Aunt Juju. I like, I just. It, to me, it didn't read as uh, defensive. It read as like very offensive. Like, make your point here. Oh, no, totally. It was just like she was she was rearing up. She had her dander up about that. And I just she took off the heels. It. Yeah. But yeah. Man, it just. Uh, but the the thing about that, I mean, obviously that's that's the BSA moment of this clip is Juju. But <laughs> you know, Derek is Bob. Bob the drag queen's been saying this. He said it on Twitter. Like Derek Barry is such great TV, and I have to agree. I have to agree. I think he is like the 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 gasoline in the tank of this episode. Uh there there is that. Yes, uh, there is that. I. It's interesting because I almost feel like Bob the Drag Queen saying Derek Barry is such great TV is the nicest thing to say. Well, sure. <laughs> he He's picking what to say publicly. Is Derek Barry is great to watch on TV, but like, you know, we all slow down for a car accident, you know? Exactly, so, like... exactly. And you know what? It reminds me of last All-Stars, right? When people were just like coming for Gia and we're like, but Mary, Gia was bringing the drama. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> she, yeah, like there's this. This is an this is a necessary spice in this dish Ugh, to and keep the it sound exciting. Bite, the soundbite of "You called her a pig in a wig" is. Oh. I mean, it was it was repeated enough times that it became iconic. But it was still one of those sound bites where you're like, "Okay, Derek. Hey, Derek." Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. God, when Derek Lake just leans on the knife, you know, and he <laughs> he just leans on the fucking knife, and you can see it. He does it in the reading challenge to India as well, where he's just like, and another thing, and another thing, and there's just like, there's no pause. He just like slip and slides into the read. It's, <laughs> and it's so mean. Like the thing is, like Derek doesn't keep like the 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 charm of the read he right. just like no yeah like this people is are not, laughing uncomfortably <laughs> yeah this is not a library this is an operating table yeah and <laughs> and he's just digging in I mean I have thoughts on more thoughts on Derek Barry but in terms of this clip of the week I I think it's worth starting with Derek because Derek went home and I think sure. that there are arguments right now about Derek people are like 
well, fuck her. I hate Derek. And then others mm. are like, but she's good TV and she'll be back. I wanted to start with this particular quote. You tell me that you want me to be somebody else, but you want me to be somebody else from the somebody else that I already am. And I, I, I it's like that gif of the mathematical gif. I'm like, I, what oh, is- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The woman with the eyes. With yes. the, with the <laughs> not Julia Roberts. Yes. Not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's not Julia Roberts. It's not Monica Potter. Uh, no, no, it's not. It's, yeah. Um, it's somehow both of them. Can sure. someone tell me who that is? Someone told me it's like from a Brazilian TV show, but that might not be true. I heard it on a podcast. Yeah. And it's I don't not Claire re- Danes in Homeland because she kind of looks like that in Homeland. Well, anyway, that's that's how I am with I. It's so interesting trying to understand Derek Barry on this episode, which is also why I'm kind of like, yeah, go home. Because I don't go I, home. Go home. I would send them all home. Uh, send them all home. <laughs> <laughs> I I just don't. I don't understand the angle here. It was always people need to see the fully realized queen, and mm-hmm. yet you came in as Britney, quoted Britney. You looked like Britney during the talent show, and it's. I, I I just didn't understand. Like you know what I mean? It's like well well yeah. Who and the fuck are the- you? And then when you were not being Britney, you were being, you know, like 35% of 15 other people. Sure. So it's like, well, that could be somebody's brand that they do impressions, which I get, but they weren't good. (laughs) And I think, but I, and I know, well, that's one thing. And I think it's also like, if you're, if you're kind of coming in and they all have a storyline, right? They all have a, you know, a kind of, uh, a A redemption. Yeah, exactly. It could be a redemption. There's a whole, I kind of wrote down notes for each of them, but I think if he's like specifically coming back to show us the fully realized queen, then it doesn't make sense to do an act where you're hiding behind characters. Like, then we like we need to see your lips. You know what I mean? And dressed as Britney, and dressed as Britney. And then when I don't know, but I guess the same time, if I'm trying to see both angles, it's like I think where Derek is, or it seems to be with his drag, is like this is what I do. What yeah. else do you want me to be? That's not how you talk when we hang out. Yeah, yeah. This is how I talk when we hang out. <laughs> Derek, Derek. <laughs> ganja, ganja. This is not how you talk when you and I hang out. Oh my god, that is. Oh my, that is still one of my. Oh. So it's such a great I, moment. Sorry, I, you know I know that Derek is a person and and has I don't know Derek right and no neither. I can only go off what I'm being presented, which is that kind of what Derek's brand is to me is Derek is always trying not to be Britney and fails at not being Britney because right. he's so good at being Britney. So yeah. I'm just kind of like, well, then you should have leaned into that. Like your talent should have been. You trying so hard to not be Britney, and then it's Britney, right? It's Britney. And then, it's oops, Britney I did bitch. it again. Yes, oops, yeah. I did it again. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you know, it just becomes so toxic. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you lean into the joke, like that's that's kind of the next level. If you can, I think that's that thing that you know India Farah does, where you have to lean into the joke about you and then right. own it and then perform right. that joke. Right. That's and, that's how to win this episode. We've seen yeah. it in, in All Stars Past. When you are self-referential and taking the, the piss out of yourself, I look at somebody like Monet with the sponge dress, Brown Cow mm-hmm. Stunning, Shangela's whole act, uh, 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 Alyssa. It was all just what we know them for on Drag Race, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I think like Vanjie kind of does that. Like she's always aware mm-hmm. of of what she's working with and like 
Yeah, there's you have there's yes, you have to be in on yourself. Y- yeah, you and have Derek's to be- <laughs> not in on himself. Well, he's definitely in himself, right? I, I, I well, I, he's certainly I, up himself. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I, I don't know. I, I get that about uh, someone a, a white gay who calls themselves Regina George. I'm like, okay, well then I will treat you like Regina George. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I worry. I worry when men in their 30s say, yeah, I'm just trying to be Regina George. It's like, no. No, we have to, we girl, you know, like we have to move on. Come on, like figure out which steel magnolia you are. <laughs> Come on, Weezer. Come on, Benry. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Sash. <laughs> Come on, Sash. Um, Come on, Holly. <laughs> um, I just, you know, I, I, uh, I, I will miss the drama that Derek brings, but I also wonder if how. I know that Derek is sort of in on his tragedy. You know, I, I remember that uh, the roast that came out with Derek Barry yeah. and how terrible it was. And I feel like that could have been something to lean in. Like, I'm so bad, it's good. But even the 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 impressions talent, it 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 was okay and it wasn't good, right? It wasn't so bad. It wasn't like, it, it wasn't even like Roxy Andrews and her verse in the All-Stars Challenge, right? It wasn't so bad, yeah. it's good. And I feel like Derek, I I am open to liking Derek. I just don't get it. I I I I I would rather see Derek act like Britney because I think it is phenomenal. Where do you think this falls in comparison to Coco Montrese's uh talent show act where she danced and had an angry <laughs> face? She had that growly face and she I will, was lifting I the top will, at. I will, I, <laughs> I will always, always uh, put Coco Montrese above Derek Berry. I, I, but I, it, sure, but I guess it's like that was – I had a similar feeling watching both of like, oh, this – this was this was a bit of a, a a failed attempt at Kitty Hawk. You know, the plane took off and then it crashed. And I feel like um... so so. I mean, I feel like with with Coco and with Derek, they were both trying to do something different. Like, oh, look what look what else I can do. And I don't think that's how you should enter All Stars. It's here's my brand. I already know it. I had time mm-hmm. to develop it. Here it is. And I feel like Coco didn't do that. And mm-hmm. Derek. It com- like complete. He went off the show during season eight, trying mm-hmm. to do something different, and he went off this show trying to do something different. At the end of the day, you have to listen to RuPaul's advice, which is, "Wait, why aren't you doing Britney Spears?" <laughs> right. I mean, I feel like, and we'll get to it, but like a perfect example of do what you do is Alexis Mateo. Oh my and it god, was great. It was, and I like watching that. I was like. She might not win this episode, but she's guaranteed safe because this is exactly what they're yeah, asking for right. in terms of it's fun, Branded. it's high energy, it's her brand. She's got her self-referential stuff in there. Mm-hmm. It, it, it all worked. And like Ricky Martin was there. Like it, it was – she knew her audience, you know. Yes. And uh, that was a great example of someone who knows exactly what to come out on stage with. Um, I, I, I feel not. for Derek because I get what Derek was trying to do. I really do. He just didn't deliver. It, and, yeah. and, that's, and that was that was the end of it. And with Mayhem, it's like, oh, who do you choose, Derek or Mayhem? It's like you choose Mayhem because it, uh, I know what Derek's going to keep failing at doing, which is to try not to do Britney. <laughs> 
Right, right. I, know I mean, that there sounds is some, terrible, but whatever. No, there's something kind of Valerie Cherish about it, right? Like it's Valerie trying <laughs> yes. to not say cancer in the improv class, like. Yeah, trying to improvise, right? It's like that's no the lens. <laughs> right, like that's the lens that I kind of enjoy this through. Is like, oh man, you are like, like, like the fact that she would do each impression by saying the name of yes, the person she said the name in first, their voice right? in the voice and in their yes. voice like why would why would what do you, why is that happening there's no voice val there's no voice there's val no voice. you're the voice derek you're the somebody not somebody other somebody that you're not trying to be you're trying to be this somebody 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 <laughs> somebody now marries somebody marries too many somebodies, uh, with, and and really a bunch of nobodies. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. well we, and, and you know, I don't know if we'll get to talk about this later, but I, you were saying this earlier off mic. But yeah, her the Joan Rivers was good and funny. Like it was a funny joke, and the Miley yeah. voice. The the thing that I noticed about it, and this is, uh, I'm also calling shade on myself as somebody that does impressions of other people doing impressions. I felt like all of her impressions were impressions of other people's impressions. Right, right. Like I, who? There was someone who. Oh, I guess like Katya talked about that on season seven, where her, um, Suze, you know, Suze Orman. Her Suze Orman was really just uh, mm. Kristen Wiig's Kristen version Wiggs. of Suzy Orman right. on SNL. Right. Like she kind of admitted that. And yeah, like that. In this house, I we could, call her Suze. So, yeah, yeah, we call her, we call her Suze. We're a Suze house. Yeah, Suze, and we eat Twizzlers, not red vines. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, some people Nintendo, not Sega. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. There you go, Mary. Um, so, yeah, that's how I felt about it. I was like, the Miley mm. Cyrus voice was a great impression of a Miley Cyrus impression, right? Of like, uh, what's your name on uh, the girl, the woman on SNL? Kristen. Oh, God. I'm, uh, Vanessa Bayer. Oh, Vanessa Bayer. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. She was a great, and that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. an impression I, of Vanessa Bayer. Yeah. Yes. My snatch game, uh, if I were to do a snatch game, would be, you know, uh, certainly impressions of Marissa Tomei or, you know, mm-hmm. Madonna in A League of Their Own. I also do Jimmy Fallon doing the dad from Meet the Fockers, uh, Robert, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and and I, I fully recognize that that is Jimmy Fallon, not Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. It's nuanced. It's layered. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's how. Yes. You and I both it's, know it's you layered. And I both know. Right? Yeah. It's layered. Right. Yeah. Um, well, Mary. I, I just have a very thin Edith Bunker impression. That is, <laughs> it is thin. It, it's thin. <laughs> it's thin, but it's sturdy. <laughs> In a pinch. That's my Edith Bunker, you know, played by the uh, amazing... Incomparable... Gene Stapleton. (laughs) Gene Stapleton. Yes. All right. Uh, Mary, enough screwing around. Uh, Derek Berry, you have gone home. We'll see you again. Hopefully you'll bring the drama back. I did Mm -hmm. appreciate, and maybe we'll talk about this a little bit more in nuance, but I did appreciate the conversation that that was either scripted or not with India Farah. Um, So, you know... At least that happened. Oh, you mean the one when she was pleading to stay, when she needed to show the more fully realized? And that she was like, and I'm glad you said you said on the runway. That was all I needed. That's all I needed. And India's sitting there with her little sliders on, and she's like, mm-hmm, I'll take that into consideration. Oh, it was, totally. We'll yeah. get into that. Yeah. Oh, man, that little that little uh, uh, courtroom in session. Oh, oh my God. Beautiful. Uh, it was beautiful. Foot and mouth. It's just like high heels yeah. in, a, in a mouth is uh, something to watch, right? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, uh, before we go on and talk about the uh, first episode of All Stars Variety Extravaganza, why don't we tell our Marys what they are listening to? Well, they're, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this beady, beady little TV show. I'm Johnny, and no one died at Stonewall, Derek. And I'm Colin, and uh, don't mind me, I'm just a little ladybug. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, not that, not that. Oh, no, not that. Don't say it in the voice, Mary. Don't say no, it in the voice. There's no, no, voice. no, because I, there's no voice. Because if I do that, that will end the podcast. Oh, it will. It will. It will. Oh, it would. Almost, it would end this episode. It wouldn't. Yes, end it, our, at the very least. Yes, yeah. Yes. It's not the the serious moonlight. Nope. You know. Uh, d- yeah. Termination button. Uh, uh, anyway. Uh, anyway, I apologize, anyway. Marys, for anyone who knows what I'm referring to. Uh, I apologize for that visual. Um, That's okay. But, We'll forgive you. Yeah. Um, so, Mary, we have our first episode. I think we can agree that we're glad All Stars is back, that we were kind of done with season 12, that we kind of appreciate the drama that we know that is going to just be a little fake. Um, and, you know, to, to Shea Coulee's beautiful post on Instagram and Twitter, it's like these are, again, queer stories many of them pocs and it's a show run by many 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 queer pocs so it's it it is something that we can celebrate i I mean certainly it was interesting i think you know the the timing of this you know feeling like oh this feels so weird to like you know be excited about something right now or it feels like maybe a distraction i i feel like it's it's a nice place to rest and just yeah, let your mind rest for an hour and a half or an hour and nine minutes if you buy it on Amazon. Because, like, I had, as Diane Warren once aptly said, the time of my life. Uh, and I owe it all to this episode. I oh had so much fun. I, I like, the fake drama, knowing that this was a different game and not just with the new twists. But oh, just, I can't like, wait to talk about that. Let's talk about that but, next. Yeah. But just the fact that it was like, oh, yeah, this is all stars. And it's like not in season 12, obviously, like she came in with a lot of suitcases and it was mm. just nice to just like lighten up a little bit. Um, oh, my God. I even though the drag, even though the talent show was some of it was a mess. I just had so Mediocre. much fun this whole episode. Mm. I just, I loved it. Good, oh good, good. I, I will say, yeah, it was not my favorite All-Stars variety show. One thing, if we're talking about drama, right? Gia Gunn mm-hmm. during Pheromones. I mean, it was like, remember last year? Like that was everything. Oh, sure. Yeah. I you mean, had I Manila, think it- you had Trinity, you, you had the sponge dress, you had the brown cow stunning. I mean, I'm just saying. This was. I mean, not girl, the we're best. only we're only one we're only one episode in. I mean, I hear what you're saying. It's like, oh, in terms of the performances, oh, sure, more successful last season. But I think in terms of just the whole show, the whole episode, all of the elements at play, it was like I immediately was excited about like this entire cast, and for different reasons. Uh, you know the we are immediately got some like juicy BS shade and and you know conflict between. Derek and India mm-hmm. like we kind of all the boxes were getting checked mm-hmm. right away mm-hmm. and I mean we get the reading challenge right away yep. like I just think it um 
we got a great lip sync. Like we got oh, a great well, guest. Like, well, we just got so many yeah. good things. Well, you know? let's talk about that lip sync for a second and this new twist, right? I think this is uh, super important, right? Because I think one of the problems with All Stars lip syncs in the past is that they were often uh, they might have tanked it, right? Because they didn't want the fan backlash, right? Mm-hmm. Or or you know it it you. It, they didn't have, except for the money, right, which is important, mm-hmm. but there was also a punishment to winning, too. So with right. this one, I just feel like the lip sync, and correct me if you think I'm wrong, but the lip sync is purposefully stacked against the winning queen. They'd rather the group vote out who's going home because it not mm-hmm. only protects the winner from the fan backlash, but it creates more intrigue and like investment to align with the rest of the girls, like in terms of like a survivor game. It also it's gives... more likely that they're going to be the ones voting. Yes, because, you know, you these lip sync assassins come in with all of the tricks up their sleeves. You know what I mean? It gives... Well, I also think like just to that point, I also my theory or you know what I want to see if it plays out is that each lip sync assassin, the song that they're lip syncing to is like right up their alley. Yes. It's like, Oh, like this song was made oh, for Evie. Oddly, I know. You know, I know it, it. I, I will also just note if, cause we're watching a reality TV show that this tweak in all stars format, it, it actually does give more control to the producers. Right. Think mm-hmm. about that because they mm-hmm. now have somebody from. <laughs> well, look what happened last season. I know. <laughs> or, or, you know, season, you know, All Stars 3. It's like, yeah, yeah. they definitely want more control. They're learning. So um, I yeah. also think that having this new lip sync assassin and everybody voting, I think it. I think it also ensures a fabulous lip sync, right? Because you have, you know, one person is going to do great, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the other thing that I think is important. And the other twist that I did not see coming is that the money is carried over if they lose. So it's another Uh, reason in two, three, four, five weeks for them to just bring it. Then the winning queen really has, you know, Mm -hmm. you want to lip sync for $30,000? Right, right. I mean, the one thing that was weird, or I noticed this was like, oh, it's so strange. Like Evie Oddly, like we don't really see her the entire episode and then she wins at the end and I was like god it's so weird to like not see a queen the whole episode and then she wins and I was like well no we just saw season 12 I saw that happen two episodes with Sherry so I guess it's not that weird but there's that dissonance of like oh uh I have to get used to this that like someone I haven't been invested in all the whole episode is gonna like have the crowning moment you know what I mean yeah and you know what it reminds me of that character you know what I'm talking about in a play there's always that character that comes in in the middle or the end of the second act that we heard about in the beginning of the play Mm -hmm. and it's and it's like oh who's it gonna be and I'm sorry I was kind of expecting somebody not that good and then when it was Evie I was like oh Yes, this is a great choice. I'm so happy to see her back. God, I missed her. She's so good. She's so good. There were so many moments in this lip sync. That sneaky spy moment. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, Yes, I do know that when she was doing that little tippy toes. Yeah, (laughs) the high knees tippy toes. Yeah. The The spy versus spy moment. The grabbing the hair with like the crazy face. The contortions. She is a master of her body and face. Which is why it's it's I I'm so happy that they have this new twist. Absolutely, yeah, I love it. I mean, you know, it meant Rue had to do a lot of explaining this episode. <laughs> I felt like 
She had so many blue through cue cards, like nobody's business. <laughs> you tell me that you want me to be somebody else that lip syncs, but if you have the lip sync be somebody else from that somebody else that I already am, then... <laughs> then that's how I'll get the lip sit, and lipstick, and then I'll know which queen goes home. Rue, I mean, it was, she was just like, okay, so let me just... Here's what's going to happen. All right, Lee. So here's what... Okay, so you won. Okay, you guys did not win, but you're still going to vote. It's just for this. But then if you she doesn't win, like, Rue was exhausted by the end. It's like when you have to explain your your house rules of Monopoly or Celebrity to somebody. Sure. Like, this is how we do it. Yes, yeah. And it's right. like, okay, but wait, wait, wait. What about wait, round two? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it just... Who gets like, the money? Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So I mean, but I, I that all being all being said, I love these new twists. I'm I'm ready for the game to change. I think they figured out some really great ideas to kind of keep it fresh. Um, Ish. I think it's. I mean, I don't know. I was gonna say like for an All Stars five following, which is following pretty much the same model as most of the other episodes in terms of having a reading challenge and a talent show. I. I didn't get bored. I didn't feel like, oh, God, I've been down this path before, whereas I felt some of that in season 12 early on. I feel like some of the beats were very well, similar. Well, that definitely, definitely. And we have, you have to remember, we were also stuck inside, right? We loved it in the beginning. You know, it, we we did it, – it did kind of get formulaic. Uh, I mean, I'm still stuck inside, um, <laughs> just for the record. <laughs> um, speaking of being stuck inside, I would love – to be stuck inside Ricky Martin. <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah, just, you know. Shake uh, his bonbon. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, or he bangs, right? I, it's just like, give me a quickie, Ricky. Uh, yeah, I, just I, yeah. <laughs> wreck it, Martin. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I think he, how old is he now? Is he? 48. Like, I love 48. Yeah. He's 48. <laughs> uh, yeah, he looks great. You know, I will say though, you know, we came in the workroom and I was like, those slacks are very like, they're they're like very 1997, and, like they're vaguely Jenko. You know, I was like, come on, tighten the slacks, Rick. You know, but uh, maybe is that guess, part of the fantasy? Do you uh, like the baggy yeah, slacks? Yeah, I'm okay, kind of like right. easy on, okay. easy off. You know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, he, don't let me yak on the slacks; they're all he, yours. Sure. And you know, all jokes aside, because obviously, you know, I'm, I'm I'm very attracted to Ricky Martin. I think there's many people that are. Uh, he's you know a queer icon. When he came out, he wasn't, which I think is notable. But what a sweet little guest, and um, yeah, and, and, uh, having a nice connection during Alexis Mateo's whole number, which I thought was so fun. And then mm. and then the shout out to Mariah, like that was Ricky that did that. Yeah, yeah, no, I think he was a great guest. I think he was, uh, like, just a great, easygoing energy. He seemed to be having a genuinely good time, uh, which I think is, like, the number one thing with guests. Like, I don't need them to be experts. I don't need them to, like, sure. have, like, lots of great reads while they're doing the runway. I just want you to have a really good time, you know? Yeah, uh, And but speaking of having a good time, I did think of you. What are your thoughts on guests that lip-sync to their own songs? <sighs> I mean, I know that it happened with the B-52s when they were when they did season eight. And I don't know if I hated it. It, you know, it's, <clears throat> I guess who am I to, who am I to say anything? Like, I guess I couldn't criticize Ricky Martin lip syncing to his own song if I'm going to celebrate Natalie Cole waving a hanky at her song. But like, she was waving it at 
Dita. I Dita. I know. I know. It's really about Dita. That is not um, a fair. I'm going to call shade. That is a terrible comparison. I'm, I'm <laughs> just trying to be. I mean, because it was. Did it make me uncomfortable? Of course it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> of course it did. Then I'm just say trying that. to just be. Just say uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I was. I was. He almost did a little bit of air guitar at one point, and I was oh, like, I know, I, I know, I know, I know. I know. Ooh, we're starting this off on a wrong foot. <laughs> but, um,. <laughs> But you know, whatever. He was fine. Uh, if that, if that's what I mean, I think that song is a little. That song is so nineteen ninety nine ish. It's got this like, it's it just like reminds me of a, of a different time like that. I kind of cringe at. You know what I mean? I hear, I hear that. It's very bar mitzvah. It's very mm-hmm. uh, you know, sweet sixteen. Uh, you know, tenth grade prom. Um, but I will say the. I I normally don't love uh don't love lip syncs, right? Like it happened with Macho Man, uh lip syncs mm-hmm. with male vocals when there's like a, you know, a clear female illusion. Um uh-huh. cuz you have to work harder, right? You have to really tap into what the song is about. I don't think that it's bad or wrong, and I think that you can lip sync to whatever fucking song you want as long as you're bringing the energy of the song. Um, I do find that there, you know, if, if it was Blair St. Clair, it would be a little weird, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It, there, there is something about like, hmm, it, 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 the, it, it's different from like watching, um, you, here it comes, take a drink, Latrice Royale, lip syncing to Natural mm-hmm. Woman. But it all made sense. Like it all fit together. It was like, of course. Like that's why this works. And so yeah. I hear you. Like at the same time, there's some, sometimes it's like, uh, it, it I'm not getting the same transformative experience. I'm just seeing a performance. Yeah. And I feel like I'm also hearing what you're saying. Like this song in any other context, it's like, okay, skip. But Mm -hmm. because of what Evie was doing, Evie totally brought something new to the stage. This was, this was expert level lip syncing. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, Evie was great. It was, again, I really think they're, I hope they're going to do this the whole season where like, the song and the and the lip sync assassin are like you know hand in glove you know it's like a course. Mary, what are the chances TKB is going to be behind that wall? What are the Can chances? You imagine? Can I it mean, please happen? Can it please? I, I don't I, know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. That is that is what I'm actually most excited about this season is who the lip sync assassin is going to be every week, and I want surprises. I yes. really want surprises. No spoilers. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah, and, and and like I want them to be queens that I don't expect. I know right. that Alyssa Edwards is going to show up. I know that. I'm, I think I'm already certain said that. that Raven is because Raven's already on set, right? Like, and you could call Raven a lip sync assassin. Maybe I wouldn't. You know, it's, it's. I wouldn't. I would not. I'd be very surprised because uh, I feel like she's even said like my face is half the performance, which I get. Mm, okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, I obviously would love to see it be Dita Ritz, you know, all things considered. Sure. Uh, she does have the best lip sync in the history of the show. So that stands for something, right? It, it uh, certainly does. So I, um, I, before we kind of, I mean, we, we've given some, some love to the end of the episode, but I wanted to maybe just quickly run through the queens who've returned mm, to the workroom. Yeah. Because I just we, have, we, we, we kind of, you know, we, we, we've gotten a we little, shot our load a little about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how they do. That's how they shoot porn is you, you blow the load right. first. They guarantee that's the right. ending and then yes. we work our way back. So, yes, but the um, smart porn knows to edge the porn star. And then, wow. <laughs> 
course. Of course. I mean, everybody knows that. Bam. Edge, ed, yeah. Everybody, edge the porn star. Um, uh, okay, so let's, yeah, let's, let's run through these queens and maybe when we're talking about the queens, we can just kind of run their episode. Uh, like, yeah. Things about the episode. And, yeah, and I just had some thoughts on like, I think each one of them has, as I said before, kind of like, what's, what's your through line coming in here? Like, why are you back here? Yeah. You know? what you, yeah. What are you doing here, Shay? Yeah. You what know? are you doing here? Um, I, I would love to do that. Let's take a little break. And then when we come back, we'll get right onto those queens. This week on Nuance, the All Right Mary After Show. All right, Mary. I think there's a lot to celebrate even a week later, you know, and a season ago about the finale of season 12. I I do have thoughts. Uh, You might not like them, but I do have thoughts. She did not film her original lip sync in her apartment. She went to an outside studio. Crystal solo number with the, you know, the the birds. That was... Mary, birds on the runway. I mean... Iconic. This, yes, this is all right, Mary Fodder. Yes, uh, cultural reset, as the kids yes. would say. Yes. Yeah, we will never forget it. I'm so glad they all got to lip sync at the end. I'm so glad that all three solo performances were validated. But mm-hmm. it was Jada's, and it was so fun to watch. It just made sense that we couldn't even recap it two days later because of what was happening, right? I know, it just right. Made, it made, it, it's, it, it's totally on brand for season 12 mm-hmm. that that finale got, got eclipsed by other important things. So if you want to hear all that and more, just go to patreon.com backslash allrightmary, and we will see you in nuance. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. I would like to start with uh, Derek Barry, just to get Derek kind of out of the way, because Derek did it again, right? It's Derek, bitch. Um, I mean, Derek, I feel like when it comes to why is he here, like what's Derek doing back in the workroom, I do think it is a bit of like, this might sound shady, but there's an element of stunt casting, like... You got like I, kind of like what we were saying with like the surprise lip sync assassins. Like, there are a lot of these queens that like yeah people would expect to see back on All Stars, but then they'll be the ones like when Tatiana showed up in All Stars two, you know, or when BB showed up in All Stars three. We're like, whoa, what are you doing here? Uh-huh. And so like stunt casting doesn't have to mean that like you're you're only there just for the gag and then you leave. I just think that, like, mm. that gets attention. But, like, Shea Coulee coming back, it's like, well, of course Shea should be there. We've been but wanting Barry, Yeah, We've right. been wanting that. Or Angina, it's like, oh, my God, finally. But, like, Derek, it's like, what? I think India Farah is similar. It's like, what? So, like, I I think it was a smart choice. I think it, in terms of rounding out the mix of, like, the types of queens in the room, uh, I love that Derek was was one of the flavors. I, I I can agree with that. I will say, I think the casting of Derek Berry is a little shady because I think the producers know that Derek is going to do most of the work for them. Does that make sense, Mary? I uh, just think yeah. that Derek is not, Derek is great drama. And I don't think Derek knows also that the other thing that's interesting to watch is Derek kind of say stupid things. Mm hmm. Maybe I know, he does. Uh, but maybe he does. <clears throat> I mean, I I think, I think there's a level of what he's doing that he's aware of, but then there's a level of what he's doing that he's not aware of that the cameras are catching. 
uh, I mean, but again, like th- that doesn't surprise me. I feel like Gia was there to stoke the flames. Mm-hmm. They knew what they were doing with Fifi and All Stars too. Like, oh this yeah. Is, you know, I mean, even like Mimi, I'm first and All Stars one. Oh like, my god, it's oh a very god. similar lightning rod. Pandora knew it. Pandora's like, mm-hmm. ugh, I'm going home. I'm going home. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, did you happen to watch the? Uh, there was like an interview with the queens that they did. On build, Monet did it. I wonder. If, oh, I if, if, I did not. Okay. I know what you're talking about, but I did not watch it. There was more. I mean, Derek, Derek did what Derek had to do and got as much drama out from being on TV as possible. Like, even further went into the whole India thing. I think uh, I only I could only watch some of it, Mary. If I'm being totally honest. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, not to forget that Derek on season eight. I mean, there was something of a redemption, right? I wasn't surprised to see Derek come back because it was like Derek went home because Derek could not do anything but Britney. So I was like, oh, great. Wouldn't it be cool if Derek was just like this whole other character and it was cool Um, and, you know, talked about his use of the term ratchet drag, right? Like, wouldn't it be cool? (laughs) <laughs> wouldn't it yeah wouldn't it be cool if this was a uh if there was a new girl in town but yeah um nope. no and but honestly the fact that it didn't happen the fact that you know he just kind of slid back into spears territory like that it did make for more entertaining television um like uh, i don't know a more interesting storyline i kind of think this was also like a, as about as much without getting redundant of like value that 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 energy was going to bring because like keeping Derek for another week it's just gonna be more of this yeah and like I think it would it'd be less fun and more of like oh god this is really like shut up Derek. somebody just let yeah. somebody just let the girl go you know um <laughs> they shoot so there's also don't so, they? yeah <laughs> get that on Netflix yeah. uh so I also feel like there's there is a value to like the brevity as well like this was a great one episode energy and storyline yeah and we only had to look at that hoodie once <laughs> man that hoodie was that from like wish.com i mean <laughs> oh, I'm, oh boy. I, I'm being shady because again if she wants to be regina george i'm gonna treat her like it <laughs> comes with the it comes with the territory yeah oh mary all right uh so so your thoughts on shay she's black yeah, so Shay's black. Uh, I I mean Shay comes in with I like I love the confidence. I love the vibe. I love uh, I love that she's kind of coming in with that like it's like that Alaska energy of like okay, so this season's gonna be about me, and I I'm here for it. I think I really liked the song in her pole dance. And I was really That's surprised. Nice. I yeah. <laughs> and so it was like, oh, uh, Shay. Okay. I, All right. Okay, Shay. That's it's okay. It, yeah. So it's interesting. She's back because she she she's black. She's back because she, she she basically should have won her season, and then the rose petals. She you know she talks about it. The rose petals. Mm-hmm. Sasha Valor. We've we've also talked about it. It's like Sasha Valor won. Um, and Shay is back because it's not that she even has any redemption to do. It's like, okay, we need more of you, right? Yeah. Um, Let me finish what I started. Like, I, I do think that there is this narrative of queens who come back that and that do sometimes end up winning. Like, that was mm-hmm. Chad Michael's story. That yeah, was Alaska's Alaska story. Yep. Um, 
it was like I got real close, but I didn't win. And um, I mean, I, that's kind of what I'm expecting, or I think what a lot of people are expecting is that she's going to have that like she's going to blow through this competition the way she blew through season nine. Mm. Yeah, and and that the queens probably wouldn't vote for her because they know that, right? There is that yeah, aspect I, of it too. She, I mean, she certainly is. I I feel like it's interesting in all the introductions. The energy that she carries herself with is like. I'm going to be, I'm friends with everybody, I'm getting mm-hmm. along, I'm being congenial, I'm joking around. Even to Derek, yeah. <laughs> yeah, every, yeah, right? Like she, I don't expect she, them to get along, and, and she's even nice, right? <laughs> yeah, so like you can also see like Shay knows, she's playing the game that's also around, you know, voting queens off. Like she mm-hmm. knows, like you can tell. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, she's one to watch. Yeah, and I want to talk quickly about the pole dance and you know i'm i'm saying this with with love but why would you do a talent you've only done for 10 days like it yeah. looked it looked like i mean granted it was i couldn't do it sure no but it's like it also looked it and she looked gorgeous but that wasn't the point sure. of the, the thing so i you know and i guess maybe i'm comparing her to jennifer lopez i'm just kidding um I, I mean, but like, you know, I was like, why is this this? I just was so uh, bored. Yeah, I know. There, It just wasn't. I was so excited. I so was much. Like, hype. OK, there's so much hype. And it was and that obviously adds to some of the like, oh, but it it just was. Yeah, it was kind of rough. And it was surprising that, you, you know. It, I, mean, I was wondering, is like, are you trying to show like, here's something that you don't really see me do? Like, mm-hmm. Right, or I'm adding I, to my yeah. arsenal, right? Adding, it's like, okay. Sure, but I just, like, I agree. I don't think that this talent show is where you're supposed to, like, show them something new. It's where you're supposed to show them what you're really good at. Like, it's a reintroduction to yeah. everybody. Right, right. Like, come in cocky, girl. Come mm-hmm. in cocky. Maybe you don't have to rap cocky, but do do that. Like, that was something yeah. that you were excelling at. Maybe she doesn't want to do that anymore. We know that she's a dancer, so it would have made sense for her to do movement. So the stripper pole dancing kind of made sense in that, in, in that point. But it was slow. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bummer. I mean, my assumption next week being a, more of a singing challenge, I feel like she's going to uh, – she'll rebound. Um, but, like, there was definitely that feeling of, like, uh, maybe, like – like, I really hope that this is just, like, a brief misstep. You know what I mean? Because sure. I do want to see Shay do well this season. Sure. Um, Ms. Cracker is clearly the narrator of this season. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Is she? That, oh, I Mary. The reactions, telling us what's going on and how they're feeling. I, And she's also adorable. So, uh, well, I, I mean... I'm not saying that she's not giving me narrator energy. I just feel like I do have some other contenders who were doing some great narrating this episode. Um, she's definitely more of a narrator than some of the others. I I mean, I feel like her storyline, and we've probably seen this before, is like, I'm going to come back and I'm just going to be me this time. Mm. And like, I'm not going to, you know, and that's a tricky one, right? Like, that's kind of like when you say I'm just going to be myself, you're still being something. Sure. You know what I mean? When sure. you're consciously acting a certain way, you're still putting something on. It's about the unconscious acting, you know? Definitely. Definitely. There's because the yeah, we've seen it. When the lights camera action goes, it they they, they turn up, if you will. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's that's the challenge is can you just, you know, show up instead of turning up. Sure. Sure. Did you have any thoughts on her performance? I mean, it was 
I thought it was it was fun. You know, I was like, okay, that's that was fun. I think, I mean, in terms of like the order, it was kind of weird timing, mm. uh, coming right after Mariah. Right after Mariah Angelou, yeah. So uh, that was kind of strange. It but. was weird, but you know, again, if we're talking about how to do this variety show successfully on RuPaul's Drag Race, and again, I'm only talking about that paradigm of RuPaul's Drag Race, you you quote yourself, you reference mm-hmm. what you're known for. What's your platform now? And she's like, okay, review with the Jew. I had the pickle outfit, right? I take the piss out of myself. And mm-hmm. I also look gorgeous because I'm a woman, right? And so she kind of just ran with that. So her her lips, her lip sync, her uh, variety show was successful because you got the brand. You knew what it was. And it called back to what she's done before. And there's a glow up, right? Which is, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's kind of the the point of this first episode is like, it's it's the me you remember, but upgraded and like here's all the things you're asking for. Mm. And it's you know, and I think Trinity said this on the pit stop, which lo and behold, Bob is still hosting. Super oh, excited thank about goodness. that. Thank goodness. Uh but Trinity was like, you know, what they want at this talent show, they they wanna laugh, they wanna have a good time, they want you to put on a show. And so like there's also that element too of it, Cracker came in with a performance of okay, this is like you got to read the room. This is the kind of shit they're looking for, you know? Oh, totally. Totally. And that's not to take away from Trixie Mattel's moving parts performance or Mariah's performance. Uh, there, you know, uh, or even I think Ginger Minge sung something that wasn't very funny. Mm-hmm. Juju B did. It's like, okay, that's a talent. Yeah. But on this show, if you want to wow on this mm-hmm. show, you got to make her fucking laugh. You make her fucking laugh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's I agree, and I it's uh, and I, I think that held true this episode as well in terms of performances. So mm, yeah, um, uh, I mean I think one in particular, obviously Alexis. I feel like Alexis Mateo, as I said before, I think that she, I mean, she's kind of coming back with the narrative of like a familiar drag race face, a bit of an upgrade. Mm-hmm. You know, Vanessa's I, mother, Vanessa's mother. You know, I feel like that's part of her brand now. I feel like. Alexis isn't there's a couple of the queens this season so far who aren't coming in with these like strong narratives like say Shea Coulee or you know India Farah or you know Angina but they're kind of just like they, they don't come in with that drive to prove something or to get redemption or whatever it's just like oh hey you're back mm. um try it again uh and I don't know I mean it'd be interesting to kind of look back at other all-star seasons of Queens who kind of came back with that same feeling of like, Oh, Hey, it's you again. And to see how likely they are to win versus the ones who come back with a narrative. Yeah. I feel like the narrative with Alexis is this is her third time trying and she, she's good TV because she has a lot of energy. She, she's also very mature. She's one of the oldest Queens and is going to bring that kind of side to it. So you would hope that her drag is, uh, you know, polished and focused in that sense so that her platform is clear. And it yeah. it, it certainly came off that way. She was fun. Uh, she's a fucking drag queen, which I love. Uh, and She and, talks back to Michelle. Yes. I love when she oh talks back God. to Michelle. It was, like, it was like a stern ant energy right back to her. Yeah, and she did it in season three, too. She's like, you, you had your titties done, too, or something like that. She, like... <laughs> She definitely, like, there's a few moments of Alexis pushing back on Michelle, and it's great. Um, I do have to mention, I think it's my favorite micro moment in the whole episode. 
Alexis is, I'm enjoying her narration. I hear what you're saying about Cracker, but like what really sold it for me is I think it's the when some of the, the conflicts are starting between India and Derek and Alexis says like it's all stars. The girl the girls brought the beef to this salad baby. Oh, welcome yes. to all stars. Pe- welcome to welcome to all stars people. And she does this thing where she's like looking at something on her fingertips and she goes, It's crazy, right? It's so <laughs> It's so like it's small, but cute. It's so small, but I, I played it, it over like t- ten times, and I was like, "This is the kind of naturalistic performance in the in the Talking Heads that I'm looking for." Yes, yes, we 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 do want those small little moments for sure. She's also very dramatic in her confessionals, much like a BB. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I think that the new well, this is all stars. Is this is a rumocracy? Oh, so we're going to yeah, be hearing like, that a lot, right? It didn't. It didn't like rumocracy didn't really work for me. I was like, uh, no, it didn't. It, it's more like it, a rupocracy, right? Oh, <laughs> oof, oof. This rupoc- rumocracy just felt like a bit of a like a, the the shoehorn was brought mm-hmm, out for that one, mm-hmm. right? Rumocracy, rupocracy. Uh, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm excited for Alexis. I I I loved her performance. I thought it was uh, fun, and again, yes, very referential. Um, bam, yep. act a fool, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was her energy and the the connection that Ricky Martin was giving that performance also elevated it, right? Because yeah. he was having yeah. the best time. Yeah, it was great. I I just think that that she she showed that she's a professional and that she did like everything you're supposed to do in this challenge. Right. 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 <clears throat> uh, yeah. I in 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 the same way of somebody that like did what they were supposed to do in the challenge. The only one, the only other one that I can think of, because the, the other ones I feel like kind of missed the mark a little bit, was India. India Fair. Mm. <laughs> India Farah. So, uh, India Farah, who's, I mean, I think is is an interesting, I'm excited about India Farah because... Yeah, we need to lift her up, you know? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> watching her perform... <laughs> yeah. She needs Put little, me down. She needs. She needs a little pick me up, Mary. Don't. That's don't, right. Yeah. Actually, we should put her down. Uh, yeah. And uplift, uplift these queens. <laughs> Lift them up. Raise them high. Raise your voices high. Yeah. Let's lift her up, Mary. Go yeah. ahead. Talk. Uh, <laughs> put the Farah in the era. Um. <laughs> um, uh, indeed. <laughs> Yes. Sorry, that was uh, bad. that was really that was bad. terrible. That was, that really was bad. yeah. Was I would really put that bad. one down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Put that um, down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I watch, especially watching it the second time around. I think her performance was just some good old fashioned showgirl yes. drag. It was great. It, it was, was Roxy it, Andrews, right? It was yes. like, okay, this is this is uh, you're referencing yourself. It's fun. There's dancing. There's a lot of energy. And yes, it there was it was very heavy. There was a lot on her too, which reminded yeah. me of a showgirls type of uh, drag. It was uh, I just I loved it. I had I mean I love like the the pre commercial break preview that tried to make it look like oh sure. It, I almost thought like oh like her wig came off when she was doing that those head spins, but I love that they try to edit it to look like she did a poor job and. And I was buying it. I was buying the narrative of like, oh, yeah, I bet India's just not up for it. You know, eh, I don't know. Maybe she's a little out of touch. I am so here for the India Pharaoh redemption story. Yeah. Yeah. 
I uh, I think it, it it also made this first episode very interesting because, like, of course she won. She had beef with Derek Barry, who completely right. discounted her, right? And I'm hoping there isn't some, like, thing about India. I don't know that you're, we're not supposed to be excited about her. I don't know why I have that feeling that there's some problematic thing she said or something. So... Yeah, I don't Mary, know. So I didn't keep abreast of that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't go looking for it. I think it seems like she was on something of a journey, and mm-hmm. you know, which I also think is an interesting storyline, right? This idea of her anger on the internet was actually her dealing with her own fucking shit in this public way, and it's a great mm-hmm. reminder when somebody is spewing hate and anger on the internet, it's probably. It's it's all them, and it's them having to go through and deal with shit. I'm not saying that it excuses it, but it puts things into perspective. That eventually they mm-hmm. might need to come back and come around, and and kind of apologize, if you will. So, sure. Yeah. Like who's who's the man behind the curtain? Who's the the angry person behind the tweet? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, right. right. Yeah. So, it's I. We'll see. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm down with that storyline. That you know. I love the idea of somebody who's had a journey is now having an upswing. Um, yeah. And I, I will say this big shout out to Sister Mary Mendoza. They posted Kennedy goddamn Davenport's uh, talent performance from last season mm-hmm. or two seasons ago, season three. And it was very similar to India's. <laughs> the look was similar. There was the, 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 the whipping wigs. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> There were moments. I mean, you know, Kennedy rolled onto a box. I'll mm-hmm. give her that. And give that her was that. pretty great. Yes. Goddamn um, Davenport. And India had some of her own moves that I thought were great. Um, but you know what it was? It was like, I I was, I was fine with that because it's like, yeah. It's like they felt like two sisters in the same review, you know, like doing their own act. And I was like, yeah, but this kind of drag is so fun to watch. And like, of course I want more of it. Yeah, of course I want to see another queen do this wig move. I love this shit. Sure. So oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. I yes. embrace it because it's like, yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want more of this? Right. So I love it. I right. just, it's it's such fun drag. And it's like, it's a, and it's kind of campy and like, it's so draggy. It's not fashion-y. And I love it. Yeah, we'll see how she does uh, for the rest of the season. She certainly came out swinging. Um, I, I was a little disappointed Man, I'm being so kind. I was very disappointed in Blair St. Clair. Ah, I thought that was the name that was coming from your lips. Yeah, I, I'm, you know, another reinvention narrative. Uh, older, wiser, but the youngest queen in the room by, you know, Shay is 30, but the rest of them are all mid-30s. Mm. Um, so the rest of them, she's 10 years younger than, which is kind of interesting. Um, but, yeah, I... Mary, it was... An, it, the whole episode I'm you know what we're an opinion podcast I appreciate Blair St. Clair's story and and her journey and everything but I don't have to like her drag it's it's also not really my type of drag and yeah. throughout the episode it, it it felt like man how do I put this it feels like her confidence is not authentic I think she's faking being confident and growing, right? Even, um, is it Alexis who says, like, there's good air under her booty? She'll crack under the pressure. And I'm like, that is exactly it. I felt like that was a little act one gun of, like, either either an act one gun that that is going to happen or that she's, that's not going to happen and some of these more seasoned queens are going to crack. I... 
I agree. I think the moment for me, to your point of what you're saying of how it feels a bit performative, I think I what where that stuck out the most was when they were all kind of back in the workroom and Angina was like, yeah, I just, I was really nervous. And then Blair was like, well, that's not what an all-star does. Oh, I wrote that down. I wrote that down. Yes. Oh God. And I was like, I was like, yeah, (laughs) I was like, girl. And like, first of all, I'm like, an all-star believes in Angina. This is Angina. So you already called her a legend. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I just like, girl, you know, there was traffic. Back yes. off. There's girl. There's um, ladybugs. It's like yeah, girl. There's ladybugs. <laughs> Don't mind them. Those are just. She was a little nervous. Those are just my little ladybugs. I will. I just can't get that out of my head. Oh. And if you don't know what we're talking about, Marys, just hashtag Lady Graham. Oh my That's all I got God. for you. Uh, so, yeah, the, and you know what? I and I, I've said this before. It's hard. And I again, if you are the type of person that is triggered by what I'm about to say, you know, find another podcast. Maybe I know that sounds harsh, but it's like this is my opinion and this is what I think. Why are you apologizing, girl? Just state what you want to say. People are very angry right now. That's all. I know. <laughs> I know. And but but you know what? You you just made a really good point earlier. Is you have to remember that like what's behind that, and you can't. I think we're very careful about what we say on this podcast, but at a certain point, it's like we're just too jamokes with opinions. Like we're not the the word as it's written. So like if you don't agree, you don't agree. So like yeah. go for it, girl. I, just I, say what you want to say. I just I I I feel like a lot of people since Blair came off the show uh, were lauding her music and lauding you know the music that she was making, and they were really lauding her. They were like, oh my god, we love you, Blair. And they mm-hmm. weren't listening to the music very critically. And I think a lot of drag queen music is that. It's listened to very uncritically. And they're like, oh, no, I love this drag queen. So, I, of course, I love their music. And it, it's mm-hmm. just kind of like blind blind fandom. And, I'm, yeah. mm-hmm. I, you know what? There is some great drag queen music out there. I think uh, Alaska, Trixie, I think they're great examples. But at the end of the, at the, end of the day most people don't want to hear the drag queen music because that's not the medium that we came into them with. We came into seeing them creating this fantasy, doing all of these different uh, things and Blair, it's like, okay, your voice is good, but it's, it's not, it's not why I am living a fantasy with you. Right. So Mm -hmm. when I heard this song, I was like, well, people are going to like this because you're Blair St. Clair. They're not going to like it because Nine Nine Lives is an interesting hook. There were five notes to that song, Mary. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. I think, um, you know, I, I we've had this conversation before, like maybe when we were, I don't remember what we were talking about, but I have felt that there were times where it seemed like people were being, people were uplifting Stacey Lane Matthews in a kind of patronizing way. Oh, I see. And it was just like, like you, you're you're kind of condescending. Like there was, there'd be this kind of tone of like, you know, the way you you support. Like, oh my God, look what you drew, little five year old. That's so great. But like, you don't actually think it's like, you know, you know, I don't know, revolutionary couture. It's like you don't think it's couture, but she does. But you're telling her it looks great, like because you want to be nice and uplift this really sweet, really lovable queen who's sure, so, you know. Uh, and you know, charismatic. It, I get what you're saying, and I think that that's kind of the the nature of the beast of this in a way, where it's like 
the products that they come out with after the show, like we get to know the queens in one way first, and people fall in love with these queens in one way first. And, and even then if there it are, turns out, it turns out they're a mediocre baritone. I'm sorry, it's just like yeah. And even if there are singing challenges and whatnot in this in the series that they're on, or you know, or the season that they're on, it's like that doesn't necessarily mean you're like, yeah, I can't wait to hear a whole album of this. Right. And, and it's if different. And, oh, go ahead. Well, and I also think like. I mean, we'll get to her, but like, also, if you don't have a voice like Juju B, then like, I wouldn't put all your chips on that as being like, this is what my product after the show is going to be. Sure, and I, I want to just a big shout out to Jan, uh, just Jan, Jan Beep, because Jan was doing covers of and and sounding brilliant, right? And and really kind of it wasn't original music, you know what I mean? Like it was. Still yeah. part of the the drag race fantasy, and it was a nice stepping stone to perhaps a different you know launching career to Jan Sport uh-huh. being a, 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 a you know a audio person because um, I had the stepping same, stones. Yeah, a stepping stone yeah. exactly. I had the same thoughts about Adore. It's like I know people went to go see Adore in concert and perform, but they were going to see Adore. It wasn't because they, they that the music was great. Does that make sense? Well, and she's an interesting one because I think that, that what happened with Adore, my sense is that there was a lot of people who came to see the Adore Delano they saw in Drag Race and they were like, oh my God, this is not what I want. Right. But then I think there's another audience that came here like, yes, I want this messy queen doing these mm. songs. Like, And so she ended up kind of doing what like Aja has done and other queens where they create a fandom or they, they build an audience out of what they now do outside yes. the show. Yes. Aja does like, that brilliantly. Have... Yes. Yeah. So like this can be a good thing. I think in some ways Adore is somewhat of a success story with that for some people. But I think, yeah, I know what you're saying. I don't feel like this is Blair's, you know, uh, talent to kind of say, hey, this is what I do now. Sure. It, it, it doesn't connect me with her drag, actually. Whereas somebody like Jan Sport, it connects me with her drag. I would say, and we could talk about her right now, Juju B, I, I love what Blair said. That is passion coming out her throat. Um, mm-hmm. I, I felt like the drama of what Juju looked like fit with the drama of what she was singing. So it yeah. made sense to me. And she sounded good. There was, you know... Some very obvious auto tuning that was going on, but mm-hmm. um, maybe and maybe and again, I would I'm going to criticize Jujubi as well. It's like, okay, this is a nice talent. Is that why we love her? I thought about that of like, what else would I have wanted to see Juju do? You know, like obviously she's an incredible lip syncer, and I would not be mad at that. I would not be mad at you know. I mean, she's really funny. If she wanted to do more of like a, a you know, a, one woman show, bit. yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I re- I really think that in terms of we've seen a lot of queens do these kind of performances, Fifi, Ginger, Blair. Um, I mean, I know that some of the auto tuning or whatever probably supported it, but I really enjoyed Jujubee. I I loved it. I I thought that in the spirit of a variety show, I was down for this kind of like shift in tone okay. because it, it was so good. I mean, like, I I just really enjoyed it. Was it was better than Blair's. Oh, my God. Totally. And I think that Blair's felt a little lost on stage, especially when she hit the chorus. It was just like, oh, it was a bit of what we saw happen to Angina, it felt like. Of like, ah, oh, you don't really know what you're doing right now, do you? You're just, mm. 
like, what are you doing with your body right now? Whereas I feel like Jujubee was seemed very in control of the moment. Yeah, and I mean, I, I also have to check my own bias because after the reading challenge, it's just kind of like, welcome back, Jujubee. Like, like she is the she is for me. She's who I am rooting for. She's who I want to win. Uh, I will say that unabashedly every episode. Yeah. She is who it is hers to lose. She is the ultimate number two. Whereas with Shay, it's like it is also Shay's to lose as well. But Shay was never the ultimate number two. Does that make sense? Shay was supposed to win. So mm-hmm. Juju B being on this on this season, it's like this is her third time. She's the ultimate number two, and we fucking love her. Yeah, I mean, I think that's. You know, in terms of like talking about the variety of like the different kind of storylines they have this season, I it's it's interesting because in some ways Juju is just kind of like it's it's similar to, um, you know, like Alexis where it's like oh here's a familiar face kind of upgraded you know coming back with you know more to show, um, but she does also have that legacy of always getting like close but no cigar like more than once, and uh. Yeah, I'm I'm rooting for her too. I, she's one I'm very excited about. Uh, I um, I thought she was great this episode. I think she's. I mean, people talk about Derek Barry's great TV. Jujubee is great yeah. TV. And she's, she, I think she's smart enough to know. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that Angina should go home, and she's gonna have some drama there. You know, she's gonna mm-hmm. look for some storyline, and I think that's also there's some nuance there. Her reading challenge. I don't know why Blair also won. Sorry. I, I'm yeah. sorry I'm shitting yeah. on Blair right now, but. <laughs> no, you know, it's it's funny. I mean, that sometimes that happens where there's just someone where like, you know what? I'm just not feeling this queen. And maybe this in a week, couple episodes. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and a couple episodes, we might be like, we were really wrong about Blair. That's, yeah. that's she, the ride. Is she the one that did the Google who you are joke? Was that hers? Who said yeah. that? Mm-hmm. That was I've, her. I've heard that before, and I'm not saying she stole it, but like, was that a celebrity drag race joke too? I don't remember. Right? Did they I, say, oh, I'm just gonna let them Google who you are. I feel like it was. It that as you're saying it, that sounds vaguely familiar. Um, I mean, I'll in terms of finding something positive, I I think in terms of her new look that she came into the into the workroom with, I really liked. I think there's something kind of Sarah Paulson about it that I'm not oh, like hating. Oh, I know. It's this like business bitch. Yeah. So I'm loving that. The and wig. I, I, the wig, I, I love that there's, you know, it vaguely reminds me of like detox and some of like the eighties style mm. stuff she would do. Yeah. This I is like, very dynasty, right? Yeah. Or very mannequin. What about this? Very, what about mm-hmm. this? <laughs> yeah. I, I, what I want, <laughs> what about this? What's the, what about this? Is that what oh, is that's that? Derek Berry. She's like, well, this is toxic, Brittany. This is dreaming, oh, Brittany. Oh, oh, oh Jujube. <laughs> oh, Jujube. Oh my God, I already forgot. I don't... What about this? Yeah, what, what about, about this? this? <laughs> what about this? Oh my God. I think that's when it really like solidified that I was Team Jujube. I was like, this is honestly like Alexis with that finger thing and mm. Jujube. I was like, I'm, I I don't have Alexis as a front runner for me right now, but I. I think that she is it's funny you mentioned Roxy before because she's doing for me the same thing Roxy Andrews did in All Stars 2. She's having a really good time. And, oh, sure. and much, much like the guests, I love when there's a queen who's just having a good time. Yes, yes. I saw that last season with Monique and Monet. They were just mm, it was having fun a good the whole time. time. Yeah, it was fun yeah. the whole time. They weren't stressed out like Pheromone. Uh yeah. you know, you were just you wanted to you wanted her to do well so you didn't have to see her be stressed out, right? Right, yeah. Poor little goose, yeah. <sighs> um, 
so uh, there's a you know a few more we haven't. I mean, uh, there's, there's some I don't have tons to say two. about. Yeah, there's two. Uh, Mayhem well, and Angina, right? Uh, we haven't really talked about Mariah. Oh my God! How could I forget about the other queen I'm rooting for? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the t- the I mean the timely like when her performance started, I, I was like. Wow, I know this. Like, and I'm glad wow. it didn't turn into funny Tatiana. Yeah, it was. I was so impressed that Mariah brought that kind of performance to Drag Race. I just, I loved, like, I, you know, as Mayhem said, like, make them think. You know, yeah. like, I, I loved it, and it was. I think Mariah is. It's so in line for her to kind of come back with that. Like, she comes in with this very professional energy and this very, like, you know. Uh, veteran queen energy and it just felt very mature and very mm, informed fair. and like in control and there was a different tone that felt <clears throat> you know slightly like I felt like I was in you know like some off off Broadway theater somewhere you know with no air conditioning in the middle of summer and there's like 30 of us in the audience you know sure, like sure, sure. and I love that feeling I love it was like yes. oh this is not yeah. drag race right yeah. now yeah she's doing drag in a different way on drag yeah race. yeah oh. no, it was good it was good it was great I just like it yeah. was yeah uh, I was so impressed I wonder how they're going how she's going to do the reality show side of this I think that'll be interesting mm-hmm. uh, because uh, you know it's been a while since she's been on and um I, there's a lot of voices going on in this room right now. Yeah. So, you know, she's it, a lower it, key energy. Exactly. Yeah. So that's going to be something I think that's going to work against her. Um, Mayhem Miller. I, so Mayhem's performance started and I think they, they mentioned this, but first of all, her performance started the way it, that's how I wanted it to go. I wanted it to be that uh-huh. reference of the drama. I wanted I was so excited when they had the preview and it was going to be the eyes. I was like, oh, yes. mayhem, you're yes. doing it. Yes. And I think I, I'm fine calling her the drama now instead of mayhem because I just love mayhem, the drama Miller. I just love mayhem, that. the drama, Trinity, the tuck and mayhem, the drama. Yes, the I drama. love it. Yeah. Hey, the, hey, the, um, hey, the, yeah. Uh, and I love that her performance, she lacked diction and I was waiting, waiting, praying for Trinity K. Bonet to come out and hand her a cork and say, put a cork in it. <laughs> oh, they'll do wonders for your diction. That's what they bring Trinity K. Bonet yes! back for. Yeah. Just for that moment, but not as a lip sync assassin. Well, later That's... she would. She'd be maybe, in every yeah, episode. Maybe. She'd be in every right. episode if I had She's my She's the new druthers. Brock ally. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, or Stacey Lane, right? Like I, if I oh, was a right. producer, I would put her in. Every and Derek Barry, I think, was in a few episodes too yep. last season, right? Mm-hmm. I would put her in every fucking episode any way I could. <laughs> I love, you know, I hope they do more and more of that where like there's just those little cameos. Mm. I think it's it's taking the whole self referential thing to another level and mm-hmm. it's always welcomed. I always enjoy Especially it. on an all star season for sure. Yeah. That's the oh whole my point God. Here. They're selling the brand even further. I mean, you think about these lip sync assassins, like they are. They're coming back. It's like, what a gig. Like, what a gig. Mm. Come back and perform your ass off. And like, because they don't have any, you know, they don't have any stake in the game here. But I feel like they had this reputation of being the assassin. And this is for them to like show that. So, oh, yeah. Just to kick and ass. It's a, yeah. And a chance to, to show, you know, six or seven or eight, however many more queens from the franchise. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, Angina. Uh, talking about Angina coming back, we've obviously, I have been waiting for this for yeah. years. Angina, yeah. you know, she was certainly one of the 
earliest favorites, her and Juju B, I think, from season one and two. Like, those were the ones that I was like, I love them. Um, and she comes back, and it it's great. And then the talent show happens. And I know it was a disappointment, but I'm also kind of here for it. Like, she, she, oh. was, she danced... She danced at a party for her talent. And I'm kind of like, yes. yeah, great. She's good at that. <laughs> I was like, look at that little chicken just dancing. <laughs> I was having the best time watching yes. it. I just love She was just, especially when she got to the last look and she was just shimmying all over. I was like, mm. this is, I know it's not, I know it's a problem, but I love it. I have to say, early prediction, Pizza Queen. <gasps> yep. Yep, I'm calling it right now. I think Angina, the way that she was being a gossip in the workroom. Oh, I love the way, it. <laughs> the way she was like, oh my God, you guys are so mean. And like, <laughs> I also love, I'm a big fan of like the the, the legend narrative. You know, BB had this, mm. you know, Tammy and Nina had this mm-hmm. in All Stars 1. I just, there's something so cute and like charming about the like, in franchise reverence for season one queens. I yes. think it's so And, and on Gina in charming. particular, on Gina in particular, if we're talking on All Right Mary about on Gina, on Gina was the start of making this platform a little less tacky and really yeah. telling queer stories and uh-huh. the first bald queen. Okay. I, yeah. I, I, there's so much about on Gina that's important. And then for her to reference traffic, it's like, how could you not? Just name this queen as the favorite, right? I mean, I, I love Juju B, and that's who I'm rooting for. That's who I want to win. And Angina is my favorite. Can I say that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I hear you. It can be totally. I I really feel like first episode. I was like, this is the way she was interacting with everybody. Like just her energy. There was just something about Angina where I was just like. I think we've got our pizza queen already. Mm, because yeah. I'm just, I mean, her performance I know she is a won't perfect go to the example. End. Right. She won't go to the end, but I still love her. The people, yeah. yeah, yeah. And we'll talk about predictions in just a second, but like she, mm-hmm. yeah, because I know she's not going to go to the end and I still fucking, I'm just like, yes, on Gina yes. forever. Yes. <laughs> and now I'm going to catch myself here because I know there's Marys out there that are like, what the fuck is a pizza queen. Oh, there you go. Long running thing in R8 Mary. And just to catch anybody up who's new, a pizza queen is a queen that we love regardless of what she does in the challenge or what she comes out on the runway wearing because much like pizza, even when it's not good, it's still pizza and And we love pizza. Yeah. And it's still good. At the end of the day, it's still good. Yeah. It's It's still still on China. I'm still happy to see on China. So I'm like, well, whatever. Okay. She didn't do really well, but like, ugh. Yeah, and sometimes to... you get pizza, and you're like, "Fuck yes, this is amazing!" Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. but and, it's yeah, always and then it's pizza. even better. But it's yeah. always pizza, absolutely. So every season has one, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. uh, it it you know it, it it runs parallel to like a miscongeniality or fan mm. favorite, but it's not quite the same. No, always. it's very it's very nuanced. All right, Mary. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Yeah. Certainly. Um, so one day we'll do an episode of all the Pete's Queens mm, of Drag Race. I love it. Yes. Maybe Delicious. we can invite we can invite Miss Cracker on since she's been uh, referencing it. Lately. Oh, that's right. <laughs> she did reference the Pizza Queen once, which I'm you know, pizza is for sharing, you know? Yes, pizza is for sharing. I I, I feel honored that we when we were on her high tea with Miss Cracker that yeah, we brought that to her. I, I, I feel that's true. Special. That was that's the claim to fame is that for whatever audience that reached, we were on high tea with Miss Cracker recapping uh, Drag Race UK and we got to talk about Pizza Queens. Yes. And um, 
that was that felt good and they kept it in which felt really good yeah that did feel really good um yeah. so mariah balenciaga if i'm talking about queens that i'm gonna that i'm rooting for to get to the end we can also uh if you have any more thoughts on mariah um mariah is it's mariah angina and jujube that i'm rooting for but the ones that i think are going to go to the end are shea coulee who again it's not that i'm rooting against shea it's that I just expect her to do well because that's mm-hmm. that's what she deserves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's that good. Her track record stands to reason, except for this episode, is that she'll probably do really well this season. Yes. So I think uh, the end is going to be Shea Coulee, Ms. Cracker, and I'm going to go out on a fucking limb and say Alexis Mateo. Wow. Wow. I mean, hey, you know... Uh... That Alexis did it in season three, and that's mm-hmm. like the hardest season of the series. Totally. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna also agree with you that I think Shea Coulee is a, is gonna end is gonna get to the end. These and this, of course, these are these early predictions that we look back and go, "Oh my god, we were so wrong." Right. So like, but we're not gonna with, be wrong about Shea because Shay no. it's what the franchise owes her. Honestly, I mean, you know, I have I don't read spoilers about this season. I could be wrong, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put some money on that. Um, I think in terms of other queens that I think are going to make it to the end, and I'm going to say there's a top four because that's what they've had the past. Oh, sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If there's a top four, then I'm putting Jujube in that top four. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say Jujube, Shay. I wouldn't... Mm, Jujube, Shay. Oh, boy. Because I, I love surprises. Um, I just love surprises. So, I mean... <laughs> I feel like, like the high I'm, ones. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Mule. Uh, but I would kind of love, yeah, I'd like Alexis would be exciting. Angina would get into the end to be exciting. Like I'd love to see Angina just like figure it out by the next episode and then just like beep, beep out of my way, you know? Mm. Um, blast through traffic. I don't know. Ugh, Mariah, sure, it'd be great. Um, I think it's tough because I think a queen like Shay is really easy to say, to feel confident about because we've seen her do a lot of different challenges. You could say the same for Alexis because they got to the end of their season. Someone like Mariah, we didn't really, or, you know, Blair or Angina, like we didn't see them get to the end. So we don't have points of reference for all different types of challenges. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Somebody needs to go home before these queens, right? And I also know that they cast based on that Mm -hmm. it's like well let's give her a platform we'll keep her around for a few episodes like there are queens that it's like they're not expecting actually to do that well Uh, like if i were to be honest as of right now like i kind of am expecting that mayhem's gonna go home in the next couple episodes oh i was gonna say that about blair potentially blair those are the two that i really i'm feeling right now as of right now as um are are the I'm ones totally I'm... wrong about Blair. I just know it. I just know it. But it's how I feel right now after this episode. Well, <clears throat> we were totally wrong about Trinity, the Tuck Taylor, mm-hmm. back in season nine. So mm-hmm. it's fun to be wrong about these. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, I don't love it, but I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah. But I mean, I. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Excuse me. I had a lot of fun with this episode, and I think obviously, in terms of timing, um, it 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 was. And so I was like, oh, my God, this was exactly what I needed. This oh, was OK. This did not feel like tone deaf. It felt like, OK, yeah. We can, yeah. And because it's because it's it's not as serious as season 12 or a real season because it's a little bit more of a game. I hear it you. It doesn't feel as heavy. You know? I hear you. We could talk more about it on nuance. So uh, put a pin in it, Mickey. But I what I am mostly 
thinking about is the fandom. So put a pin in it. Before we end our episode, will you name the BSA of the week? Oh, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, I got to tell you, it doesn't take much for me. And the <laughs> moment that I was most excited about oh. was that Alexis Mateo moment. Okay. You would think Derek Berry, and normally he was doing everything to be the BSA of the week. Crying. BSA of the week is just who stood out this episode, who had the moment where I was like, <gasps> I had the Oscar gasp. And for me, it was Alexis Mateo looking at her fingers going, oh, it's crazy, right? I mean, Mary's go back. It's so funny. It's so funny. I um, I, I loved Cracker quoting The Devil Wears Prada. I thought you would. I thought you I would. I was, I was that. disappointed that she didn't say prison honey. I thought there was like a prison honey joke mm, there. Prison honey. But, where, yeah, where was that? And I also mm-hmm. we also got a Showgirls reference from RuPaul. Mary. Yes, we did. Yes, yeah. She threw those beads. Yes, she did. I, oh, outsmart them. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, yes. you know, throwing uh, those runner- small moments <clears throat> out there, but I'm with you on Alexis. Runner up, Juju B. What about this? Oh, what about this? Talking oh, about this. Thank you. I mean, yeah. What about yeah. this? <laughs> yeah. What about, what about this? this? What about this? Yeah. Um, oh, Mary. Well, Mary's, if you have any thoughts on this first episode of All Stars 5, you can reach out to us on Twitter at All Right Mary. You can also find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or www.tasteofreality.com slash allright-mary. You can also find us on Twitter at All Right Mary or you can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. And if you want, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm at Johnny Also or on Twitter at Johnny Also One. And of course, you can hear more of me uh, this week. There'll be new episodes, both of In the Details, a celebration of nuance, uh, and Best Supporting Podcast, a celebration of Best Supporting Actresses with Nick Kachanov. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And as you may or may not know, if you uh, become a Patreon or a Matreon, as the case may be, you'll have access to Nuance, which is the All Right Mary After Show, which each week we do even a deeper dive on the episode and more things to chat about um, plus other fun bonus episodes so if you want to get in on that just go to patreon.com slash all right mary i love it um and speaking of you know matreon and things that are happening outside of the show perhaps um before we do our last chance lip sync uh colin and i at all right mary uh are encouraging people to donate Uh, to a lot of the amazing organizations that are doing important work right now surrounding the Black Lives Matter movement and the protests that are happening. And uh, this week, we are donating uh, money from our Patreon to the Okra Project. And I wanted to just say what the Okra Project was and encourage everybody to look it up and, um, and consider donating. The Okra Project is a collective that seeks to address the global crisis faced by black trans people by bringing home-cooked, healthy, and culturally specific meals and resources to the black trans people wherever they can reach them. Um, it's, it's a very simple process. Basically, all of the donations pays black trans chefs to go into the homes of black trans people to cook for them. Um, and it's specifically a healthy and home-cooked meal, right? That mm. does not cost any of these black trans or gender non-conforming uh, people. So uh, it, and you know, if the, the black trans person is homeless uh, or experiencing homelessness, uh, the, the chef 
um, partners with institutions that have community spaces to deliver these foods. It's a really, wow. really fabulous organization. Um, maybe you've heard about it before, but uh, this week uh, at All Right Mary, we are donating um, our some of our proceeds to our proceeds, some of our our, our Patreon money to that uh, organization. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. Um, and yeah, each week. Uh, we'll be highlighting a different organization that we're donating to and to give you a heads up on where you can donate to. Um, so they'll be doing that all season. So uh, we look forward to sharing some more great organizations with you. And uh, we'll have all the info in the description below. Work. Uh, Mary, do you want to introduce the Last Chance Lip Sync or shall I? I think you should. I will say that I did have a runner up. Uh, um, we'll, because... we'll talk about that in nuance. Yes. Oh, but we will talk about nuance that I did have a runner-up, um, and so if you do want to know who the runner-up Last Chance Lip Sync was, then you can just listen to our episode of Nuance uh, on Patreon to find out, but it is appropriate for this week, and um, that's all I'll say. <laughs> well, the that's a runner-up, and you know, everybody loves a winner, Mary. Um, yeah. So this week- Losing's the new winning. <laughs> <laughs> this week, uh, it's a duet that I feel like, you know, is begging for a drag- uh, interpretation it's I did something bad uh, a Taylor Swift cover by Cynthia Revo and Shoshana Bean it's a really fierce YouTube video and I just could see two fierce drag performers doing something very cool with this cover and I love the song I think it's a great great cover so uh, it also kind of fits right I did something bad oops I did it again yeah, um. <laughs> yeah, she she did do something bad and glorious, and oh, I yes. I will watch that performance again. So, uh, for what it's sure. worth, lady buddy, yeah. yeah, the Celine one with the kick. I uh, mean, it just if anything, the Joan. It was just like oh, the you Joan fucking asshole yes, yes, or whatever yes, she yes, says at the end. Yeah, I'm dead. Um. <laughs> All right, Marys, here is I Did Something Bad. We will see you next week. I never trust a narcissist, but they love me. So I play them like a violin. I make it look oh so easy. Because for every lie I tell them, they tell me three. This is how the world works. Now all he thinks about is me I can feel the flames on my skin Crimson red paint on my lips If a man talks shit, then I own nothing I don't regret it one bit, cause he had it coming So